So praise the Lord, saints of God. This is the day that the Lord has made and we shall be glad and rejoice. She'll be glad and rejoice. You know, I'm not, um, I, I don't, I don't watch TV um, and I don't, um, you know, I'm not paying attention to all these different things that uh, like commercials and um, like people, you know, Super Bowl just happened. Many people watch the Super Bowl apparently. Um, and I was made aware of a commercial um, just this past weekend that highlighted Jesus or so this is what I was told. And so good morning, good morning. <clears throat> uh, so he gets us is the commercial. Okay. That happened on the Super Bowl Sunday. So I was told about this commercial that was highlighting Jesus. And so I thought, okay, I don't have TV. I don't watch TV. Um, but I'm going to Google it. So I Googled this commercial. He gets us. I watched it. Horrific. Ridiculous. Talk about deceptive and uh, bringing in so much mixture and so much deception to to just muddy, muddy the waters and to give people a misunderstanding of who Jesus really is and what Jesus fully taught. And so for those of you that uh, know what I'm talking about, okay, and for those that don't, you know, uh, e either way, but this commercial was, it was, it was horrible. It was horrible. Um, you see a commercial, 90 seconds, you know, Jesus washing different people's feet, you know, or not, I mean, people washing, you know, um, feet, right? And so, oh my goodness, just different, different people, different walks of life, different, uh, different everything, you know what I'm talking about. So, and at the very tail end of the commercial, it says, he gets us, all of us. I mean, stop right there. Because first of all, it's not about Jesus getting you. It's about you getting him. Okay, already we're off. We're already off. And then it says, he didn't teach, Jesus didn't teach hate. And it says, it, Jesus didn't teach hate. He washed feet. Are you kidding me? This is the message that you're trying to put on. Apparently, I, I, you know, I researched and it came from, you know, supposedly Christians. Hey, I don't know Christian or not Christian who you are, this or that. What I'm looking at is the fruit. What I'm looking at is what is produced and what's being broadcasted to all these people that Jesus didn't teach feet. He washed feet. Talk about, you know, uh, disarming and, and disempowering who he even is and what he stood for. Yes, he washed feet. Of course he washed, he, he, and he taught us to wash feet. Yes, but this is not the whole picture. Washing the feet of others is good. And, and, and you know, we can get into that story. But Jesus also said, and I'm going to read here some scripture to you. But in John 3, 3, Jesus said, Very truly, I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God unless they are born again. Okay, this commercial is very subtle, basically in giving people a license to live however they want to live. And remembering that, well, Jesus washed people's feet. He didn't hate. So, you know, you're covered because Jesus gets you. He 
gets us. He understands you. He gets you. It's like, no, there's a standard. People, there is a standard. You know, I, I want to take you to Matthew, Matthew chapter 10. Because in Matthew chapter 10, and in verse, starting in verse 32, it says, Therefore, whoever confesses me before men, him I will also confess before my Father who is in heaven. But whoever denies me before men, him I will also deny before my Father in heaven. Sounds a little different from just washing feet, doesn't it? Okay, yeah, we're, we're seeing the other, we're, we're seeing the fuller picture of who Jesus is, right? So whoever denies me before men, him I will also deny before my Father in heaven. And then it goes on in verse 34. Come on, it gets better and better. Do not think that I came to bring peace on earth. Oh, wait, because it said Jesus didn't teach hate, he washed feet. Let's let's start over. Verse 34 of, of Matthew 10. Do not think that I came to bring peace on earth. I did not come to bring peace, but a sword. A sword, which means division. For I have come to set a man against his father and a daughter against her mother and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. And a man's enemies will be those of his own household. He who loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And he who loves his son or his daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And he who does not take his cross and follow after me is not worthy of me. And he who finds his life will lose it. And he who loses his life for my sake will find it. I read from 30, I read from 32 all the way down to 39 of Matthew chapter 10, if you want to go and reread it. Uh, Matthew 10, 32 through 39. You know, all, all throughout scripture, I mean, there is a way. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except for through Christ. There is not many roads that lead to heaven, and there is a literal heaven and a literal hell. And hell was never created for people, but people send themselves there. Jesus didn't want you to go there. He, he created heaven. That's where you're, if you choose him, that's your eternal destiny. You know, you know, people, there, there are choices that we make in life. You know, if you live, if, if you live by the word of God, you know, the blessings of God come and, and they overtake you. They overtake, they overwhelm, they overtake you. But if you choose to live contrary to the word of God, that means you're choosing to live in rebellion. That means your father is not is not God Almighty. Jesus is not your father. You know, the devil is. Satan is your father. Before we were Christians, you know, we were not all children of God because we were just born in America. You know, we're, we're not all children of God, you know, until we choose God, until we choose God Almighty, Jesus Christ, until we choose him, we were actually a child of the devil. And the Bible is very clear. There's a, and you can look it up. You know, I'm not twisting scripture. I am telling you scripture. You know, before you were saved, you were a child of this world, of the devil. But when you chose Christ, when you accepted the work that he did on the cross for us, you became a child of God. God Almighty, Jesus Christ, right? And so the commercial was a waste of money. And I don't know what their intent was, but I can tell you the fruit right now. The fruit is not good. The fruit brings in more muddied down, lessening, right or wrong, um, lessening uh, um, conviction, lessening the fear of God. Not acceptable, wrong, completely wrong. And, you know, our culture, our culture does not need more sloppy agape our culture does not need uh you know people 
that are believers, or or so they say. I, I don't know. Can't I'm only God knows their hearts. Making commercials that are trying to promote Jesus, but in such a diabolical way that it actually is helping the kingdom of Satan more than it is the kingdom of God. No, it's deception. The message was completely diluted, and it's completely deception, and it's wrong. And as believers, we need to know what is right and what is wrong. And even if they they say what they spoke, Jesus washed feet. That's not a lie. That is truth. But it's not the full truth. The message, thought, you know, that uh, Jesus didn't teach hate. You know, uh, well, well, actually, you know, you you went too far there. Okay, because he, he said, if you love your father, your mother, or anyone more than me. You're not worthy of me. Okay. You know, so, and then he gets us, all of us. So, wow. Right there. All of us. It's like such a licensed person. That's what they're trying to get. And to me, um, Christians need to open up their eyes. They need to see the deception where it's there. They need to recognize, no, we will be held accountable for every idle word that we speak. We will be held accountable. If you, as, as a believer, as a teacher of the word, if you cause a little one to stumble, it would be better for you to tie a millstone around your neck, basically round, than to allow these little ones to go astray. How do you compare that with just washing feet? You gotta preach the whole gospel. You can't just pick and choose and just preach a little tiny portion and go, see, this is the Jesus we serve. No, let's see, that's not that's not the true picture of Jesus. I'm sorry, it's not. It's not the Bible, it's not Christianity, it's not biblical. But we we have to remember, you know, sin is sin. Sin is sin. Why we need a savior. Why Jesus came, right? To take away the sin of the world. But we need a savior. The world needs a savior. The world needs to tell them the truth is, is that without Christ, we are in sin. And the devil is happy. And he wants your life forever in eternity. But because of the love of God, and because God so loved the world, he sent his only son that whosoever should believe on him and have eternal life. Oh, God is absolutely a God of love. He's also a God of just, justice. You know, and so you just have to understand just because somebody, because the way it was presented to me, it was like, it was a good thing. Oh, wow. And it was, they were, they were like, you know, it was a, uh, a commercial, you know, regarding Jesus, and they were like, I mean, Jesus, you know, on the big, huge screen, all these people. And I'm like, I'm gonna check this out. So I googled it because, like I said, I don't have TV. I don't, we don't, so I googled it. Like, we have a TV on our wall, but we don't have TV. And, um, so, uh, wow, you know, I google it and I'm just, I watched this thing and I was like, mass deception. Unfortunately, a lot of people will fall for it. So I just felt like, you know what? Um, 
we we just as believers we can't you cannot be afraid to share hey some people are not going to like what you say they're not gonna like what I, they don't like what i say either trust me i get a lot of opposition based on the things that i say whether it be on this um uh, you know um platform or or at church you know that's glory in the live streaming oh well you have the right to speak up too right you've got the right to speak up don't ever advocate your position of, of, of speaking do not ever speak you have the right to speak the truth to speak for truth you have been given a mandate the word of god is near you it is in your mouth and it is in your heart the word of god the word of god is near you it's in your mouth it is in your heart that is the word of god and so we are called by god to speak truth bears we're to speak right and so um it's the truth that sets us free when we don't speak truth and i mean like the full truth okay we actually bring bondage into people because we give them a half truth right um and then we paint this picture with words and music and and you know video it's very powerful right it's it's portraying a story right and so that story is is really powerful it, it can be powerful in a good way but it, or even in a bad way right and so we have to be careful what is the what's the message here what is the messaging because lives are at stake people and we we, we will be responsible you know, and so I felt the urge from the Holy Spirit to jump on here um, and just speak on this. You know, I mean, I just watched the commercial last night, you know, and I watched it and I went, and I didn't know that I was going to speak on it, but this morning I felt like the Lord said, you know, like, it wasn't like I did, you know, all this ton of research. You don't need to. You just watch the commercial and you go, are you kidding me? That is not the message that Jesus left. You know, if you were going to choose one scripture, and if you were going to choose one, um, you know, one aspect, so to speak, you're going to speak, choose one aspect. Well, then go and choose John three sixteen for heaven's sake. Don't just choose. Oh, Jesus, why he didn't hate? He washed feet. He get that all of us. License sin. All that did, and it didn't come from God. Well, I just thought I would go ahead and get, get that out there because I felt from the Lord that I was supposed to do so. And we, as the body of Christ, need to be able to always give a reason for our, our faith, right? And that's what we did. And I just feel like, you know, if people will just, what, what are some of your thoughts? Let me look at, um, yes, um, Cynthia, I'm going to go and pray here in a moment. That's right, Sarah. He went to the woman at the well who was actively sinning and he revealed her heart to her and he told her, you must worship the spirit of truth. And he says, he says, yeah, I know. He said, go get your husband. He goes, yeah, I know. He says, I don't have a husband. He goes, yeah, I know. You had five. The one you're with is not your husband. So he's like totally calling her on her stuff. And she's like, oh my goodness, this guy knows everything I've ever done. You know, um, he he gave her water. It's like, you know, do you have something? Give me water. You know, and she says, I don't have it. Oh my goodness. He says, I have water that you do not know about. If you drink of this water, living water, you'll never thirst again. This woman, that was a sinful woman, came and received the living water. Then she went and told everybody, right? And some believed, some didn't believe. But then they all came. The Samaritans, you know, they came. 
and many that they believed so many of them, the town sort of they believed when they heard Jesus continue to teach living water and everything that Jesus was teaching about they believe in the heart of God the message of you have to do it God's ways not your ways it's not our will not our way it's his way it's not it's not he gets us all of us it's do you get him do you understand his ways are you submitting to his ways Yeah, that's why discernment. Yeah, and the word of the Lord is so important. Yeah. Cynthia, you said I posted something about the Kobe Bryant statue and how people were running to it. Um, and then people now are commenting on it. Well, our job is to speak what God tells us to keep our hearts with right with him stay in the word of god and um honey says i've seen some of those commercials that one was so off i agree yeah yeah you know why and it it um it affects me in the way it does and i think that it should affect us in this way is because you know how many of our kids are watching that how many of our kids and grandkids you know, are 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 watching, affecting our 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 son-in-laws and that kind of thing. You know, how many of them are watching and being affected by these things? So that's why it's like, no, this is we have to speak truth. It, it affects you in one way or another. It does. When you strip it down, it will affect you in one way or another, whether it's directly or whether it's indirectly. So. I had quoted before a scripture and I wanted to, um, about um, the word of God being near near, near us, in our mouth and it's on our heart. And I just wanted to um, end it because I saw somebody write it out. Um, so it's Romans um, 10, 8. The word is near you, in your mouth and in your heart. Okay, Romans 10, 8. So let me just go ahead and finish since we're here. <laughs> I'm just going to finish uh, reading this. And so, um, is Romans 10 8, the word. But what does it say? The word is near you, in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith. Preach. And then verse 9. That if you confess with your mouth that the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. You will be saved. How about that scripture? Why don't they just use Romans 10 9? You're going to spend all that kind of money to do a commercial if you confess with your mouth. This would have been the, the scripture that they should have used. If you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. You know, like, seriously, you're going to spend that kind of money on a commercial? Then say something that's truth, that's going to require somebody to look within, and it's going to make a decision based on their eternal destiny, not a feel-good. It's all of us. No, actually not. Actually, it's not him getting us. It's us understanding. We are to die, to lay down our lives, 
and to pick up our and to follow him. He's not following us. We follow him. Amen. Yeah, I was just reading comment. comment. Um, it says, it's almost as if Christians speak truth. The commercial shows they believe in more haters. 100% on it. That's what I'm saying. This commercial just, it is so wrong on every, every level. Yes, because now you're going to have even more of that muddy so-called Christianity, which is not true Christianity. People trying to please everybody and, and oh you can't say this and you can't say that I remember the whole um, 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 I was just remember it was the whole oh oh Black Lives Matter and then and you know, I started hearing about the Black Lives Matter I'm what in the world and so I came out and I said no all lives matter you know and I thought to myself has everybody lost their minds what is everybody like have you checked your brain out of the door like seriously like lives matter. No, all lives matter. And then somebody came up to me and they said, you know, you can't say stuff like that. What are you talking about? And they said, you can't. It's like um, socially inappropriate. And I thought, well, this is a you're saying it's just totally wrong. I mean, why? Because right there, Christians being afraid of being labeled as haters or, or so you know, so narrow-minded or whatever. Well, narrow is the road. I'm sorry. You know, and so I get it, by the way. Um, so we have to be willing to be bold for Christ, to know the truth and to be bold for Christ. Stay in the word and make sure that the word stays in you. You stay in the word, the word will stay in you. Amen. In other words, you're going to memorize it. It's going to become part of who you are. And you're going to have boldness, the boldness for Christ. Not arrogance, but boldness. Boldness for Christ. Amen. So Father, I just bless them. I thank you for each and every one of them. I thank you, Lord, those that are sick, Lord, that thank you that you are their strength, you are their healer. I thank you that you will heal them of all their wounds. Thank you, Father God. I bless the name of the Lord our God. I thank you for protecting, Lord God, our families, Lord God. I thank you for your words that sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. Lord, our children and our children's children, I'm decreeing right now, you are sanctifying them by your truth. Your word is truth. Lord, I thank you that they're set apart, even if they don't know it today, even if they're not acting it today, even if they're not living by it today. Lord God, even if they're going the exact opposite direction, sanctify them by your truth. The word is truth. Lord, I thank you, Lord God, that the word is spoken, it's preached, and it will not return into us void. Thank you, Father, for healing those here online, those that have asked for prayer, those that are sick, those that are not feeling well. I thank you that your word is enough to heal and you set them free in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. God bless each and every one of you. I love you all. I'll see you Bye-bye.